Welcome to Fix the World with me, Katie Tracy, and our lovely Sam Avery, live from the Have a Word Studios. Yeah, hello everyone. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in. How you all doing out there? Hope you're good. Give us a scream. Yeah. Give us a ooh. Ooh. That's why audience participation doesn't quite work on Give podcasts. Us a, I'm a hostage and I can't get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trapped in somebody's boots and all uh. they're letting me listen to is your podcast and it's torture. <laughs> so we're here on Fix the World. Our job is to fix things for you. Every time. Make the world a better place for you. Try and make sense of the problems that we suffer. And if we can't fix a problem, we'll at least try. We'll have a damn and good hey, go. That's what it's all about, yeah, isn't it's, it? It's the attempt. It's the attempt to fix the it. Excess, the excess. We the, might be fucking useless at fixing stuff, but we'll try. You can't really mark us down on effort. What did Yoda say? There is no try, only do. Do not, do not, there is no try. Yeah, well, there is try, Yoda, so... Stick that in your little floaty arsehole and fly away. <laughs> Jedi. You fucking Jedi not yeah, bad. You little Jedi. That that'd be a boss scout skit. You know, when you just go, I heard the other day someone called someone a nit. And it was nit. Favorite, shut up, you little nit. Nit. I'll tell you who was a nit. Who? That girl before. Oh, let's talk about that. Jesus Christ. We've, we've been through like a, an experience together. And we want to tell you about it because it was dead annoying and it was also quite surreal. If your kids are hanging around the bus up on the flyover, have a little word with them. Yeah, by the five ways in Chilwall in Liverpool. Yeah. Some some absolute weapon, some absolute nit. Little nit she was. Nit wit. Jumped, Kate, jumped she out. Have, she about 14 as well, was About 14 she? with a mate. So, uh, Kate drive, like, peek behind the, the curtains here. When we drive to the studio, Kate drives to mine, mm. and we jump in my car, and we drive to the studio. Uh, to prep. Because as you can see, yeah. it's a very professional show. We try and prep. We try and come in with with things to discuss yeah. for our listeners. This is all scripted, isn't it? Every single word we say, we write on the way here. Well, tonight we didn't end <laughs> up nearly here. So it's all heavily scripted. Even this bit, <laughs> that was scripted. Kate didn't want that in, but I said... I didn't want it in. Without the... The people aren't getting what... You're cheating the people. Not we can't, we can't cheat the people. Sorry. That sorry was scripted though. So we, we made sure that was in. So anyway, this said, stupid <laughs> kid in the bus stop for, for laughs. What she was doing is every time a car drove past the bus stop, she'd pretend to jump out in front of it for lols. Oh my god, what a what a clown! So I was going about what fifteen miles an hour. Yeah. So she jumped out. So I, I was able to stop quite easily. But fucking hell, what a dickhead! And then thing Sam wound his window down, round the passenger window down, which is my side. And he started to go, that was a really stupid thing to do. And I went, you stupid little bitch. <laughs> yeah, she went, what did you just call me? And I went, you ears. I went, what has happened? Who's phoning your mother to tell her that you're dead on the road? And then people behind us were beeping and me and Sam could have carried on. Like, Honestly. Just went, riffed off on it. Yeah. But we had, we had to leave. We had to leave the scene. And as we drove off, I said, subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> so if you're listening, love, you're a nitwit. Okay. But like and share us and, you know, everything's forgiven and forgotten. But I, I have this thing when someone does something like that now, like something stupid. Obviously, your reaction is to shout. I try and te- I try and go like mafioso, talk low, freak them out kind of thing. It doesn't always work. There was a guy at Lime Street Station It doesn't once. help when you, you're driving a car with a car, a, two kids' car seats <laughs> in the back. It's and not it's intimidating. A like. little mini that needs a wash. <laughs> and, it, and it look like me. I can't look intimidating. All his Ginsters rappers in the front trying to be intimidating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Hey, hey. You messing with the wrong lad, You messed with a friend of ours. I can eat three boiling hot meat and potato pasties in one go. <laughs> you know what you're fucking messing with, yeah? You're messing with Hot Mouth Sammy. <laughs> hot Mouth Sammy is also your stripper name, hot isn't mouth. it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that's more escort work. Yeah. Hot Mouth Sammy. And uh, the less said about the back passage, the better. Please. But that's also warm. Please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's what happens on the way here, event full time. There was a guy at Lime Street once. I was driving to pick my wife up, and I was driving up to the bit where you, you can park your car for a short stay only. And uh, a guy on his on his bike, sort of, I don't know what, I can't remember what he did, but he did something stupid. So <laughs> I wanted to scream at him, but instead I wound the window down, and he was he was right next to me then because he was waiting for the lights to change. And he was on his bike, and I just wound the window down. And I just said to him, "That was silly. That wasn't it. That was really silly." And he was so embarrassed because I talked to him like I was his teacher. I think that uh, has always stuck with me, and I've always thought that's that's a good. good you know what a good thing to do? It. Just wind you in the back. I know where you live. Just wind you in the back. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take your sister out on a date and never <laughs> never call her. Do you have? Do you? Sorry, I've got something in my eye. Do you get road rage? Yeah, I do. Less so now. I always. I always remember what my mum said. What would the Buddhists do, Sam? She said it in a sarcastic way, but I've always thought, what would the Buddhists do? The Buddhists wouldn't follow someone. I've done that in the past. I've followed someone. I was thinking, what am I going to do? Like, drive to their house and, like, kill them in front of the family? I think it's cathartic to rant and rave in the car because you're contained. You're not getting out. Yeah. One time, though, when I, when I was driving back from my mum's, these kids were just walking up along the sides of the road and there was an old man right by them and they threw this full bottle of Coke and it missed the old man by about that much... And then it hit the side of my car. So I just pulled my car up, put the hazards on, locked it, and I chased them for about a mile. <laughs> and then I thought, I just thought to myself, oh, I don't want to do if I catch them. Exactly. I don't know, like, it's like probably about five, 14 year old lads here. What am, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like, I'm going to tell your mum on you. I don't know. So I just thought, oh, let's get back to my car. Stop. Treat it as a little cardio session yeah. and just go back home. That was my first stand-up bit that I remember got, I got working when I first started doing stand-up, which was based on uh, a lad throwing a stone at me and my mates, like a group of kids. So me and my mate chased this group of kids. They were littler than us. But as they were running, we just thought, what, what are we going to do? And they, saw, they sort of stopped, and we just shit ourselves. So we just ran past, because <laughs> we didn't know what to do. <laughs> so we just carried on running, like, like as if we were running somewhere else. That, my mate Nat, her windscreen got done outside the house, and she ran outside. And chased this kid right through Kenny and caught him. <laughs> she was not she's not scared of anybody. She caught him and went, Where do you live? And he told her. She took him to his house, knocked on his mother's door and was like, He's just broke my windscreen. Wow. I bet I, the mum was fuming have, though. Well, I wouldn't have the bottle to do because what if the mum was harder than you? Well, that's it. And some of the mums would be like that. Who are you to tell me what I should be doing with my kids? Oh, that's the hardest thing when your kids are like well, when Sam started playing out and that, I used to like He'd come in and go, oh, such a body, like, took the football off. And it was always older kids. Mm. It didn't happen lots because they all seemed to, like, play together nice. Yeah. So there's always like, a group of, like, old, a little bit older kids, and they were just little fuckers. And he'd be like, oh, such a body's took the ball off us, or blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, oh, God, this means I've got to go and knock at this kid's mum's house. And what oh, if this kid's, this kid's mum's dead hard, and I'm frightened that she'll just, like, yeah. bounce me down the path. A lot of psychos out there. I know. So uh, it was, it's hard. It's hard choice to make. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because I don't, I don't chase drama, but you know, 
I don't follow drama. Drama follows me. Drama finds me. That is a tribute <laughs> to my friend's daughter in Australia who said this once and I have never uh-huh. got it. Um, <laughs> once when I was a kid, uh, there, there was these, this family moved by ours and it was this girl called Tracy and she had three older brothers and she was dead hard and she just decided that she was after me. Oh. And they go, Tracy's after you. And I didn't even know who the skill was. And I and they'd go, hey, hey, Kate, and I go, on, did you know Tracy's after you? And I was like, well, I didn't. I don't even know who she is. And what the fuck have I done? I don't know. I was only about like eight or nine. So sometimes we started sort of knocking about tenuously. And this day she knocked at my house and I wasn't playing. I was having my tea. I mean, now she went to my nan. Can I borrow a bike then? And my <laughs> nan went, no, you can't get down the path. So anyway, then it got to the point where I was scared to go around the shop because if she was there, she gave me a legger. She chased me. <laughs> and I was like, what if, and what if she caught me and like she battered me? And I was just like frightened. So in the end, you know, I'm not having this. You're not being scared of other kids. Just go to the shop. And I, was, I start anyway, this day, she knocked at our house. And I was just got in from school. This actually happened. And she, me and I opened the door and she went, is your Kate there? And she went, yeah. And she went, tell her I want to have her a fight now. And instead of me and going, get down my path, you know, I meant, Kate, you better get out of here and batter this girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I went on the grass outside our house and we had a fight. Did you? Well, it wasn't a real fight. We were kids, but we had a little scrap. Which your nan was a referee. No, my like nan was just like standing on the doorstep with her arms folded. Because <laughs> my nan did the right thing because she didn't want me to be scared yeah. of her. And once you've had a fight with someone, you don't fight them again, that's it. Yeah, But it was over with then and that, and that was that. <laughs> did you but win? Was it a draw? It was, I don't really remember no. who come off worse or best. I just remember coming away from it going, oh, it actually wasn't as bad as I built it up to be in yeah. my head. I think at that age, a fight is just people rolling around and they're trying to slap each other or whatever. Mm. It's when you get a bit older. I, I had a fight when I was, I mean, I must have been nine. And I say it was a fight. It was with this really fat asthmatic lad. And he was, I don't know why we were fighting, but he was, there was a big crowd, everyone in school going, hey, and everyone's going, hit him in the face. And he was trying to punch me. And I've never, ever been tried to get punched before. So I didn't know what to do. So I dodged about three of these punches. And I was trying to kick him in the shins because that's all I wanted to do. I didn't want to, like, swing for him. And he just did this haymaker and it just caught me in the eye, knocked me down, and I had this big black eye. And um, obviously didn't feel great. But then about 10 years later, in fact, longer than that, 20 years later, speaking to my mum and dad on Christmas Day, first time I was away from them on Christmas Day, and uh, I phoned them. They were all laughing their heads off. My mum, my dad, my brother. And I was like, what are you laughing at? And they couldn't speak. They were laughing that much. It was Christmas Day, and they just said, oh, we just laughing about that time. That fat asthmatic <laughs> kid knocked you out. It's like, Jesus Christ, I'd forgotten about you that. You weren't even there, and they're sitting there having a oh, laugh Christmas about Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, I remember when that fat kid knocked That's our brilliant. Sam out. They're just laughing their tits my, off. My nan, though, she wasn't scared of, like, nobody, or she wasn't, like, she wasn't out in the street fighting or nothing like that. But one time, when, when my auntie was little, and one of my aunties, she was dead shy, and she'd gone to school, and she'd forgotten her dinner money. So this teacher had made a stand up in assembly in front of all the other kids and embarrassed her because she'd forgotten her, her dinner money and sent her home oh. to get her dinner money. So she come in and it was like half nine. I mean, I was like, what are you doing? And she went, well, Mr. Hunt, um, he made me stand up in assembly because I forgot my dinner money and he's, he's just made me leave him practice and come home and, and get me dinner money. And, and she went, is he? And she said, if it had been any of her other kids, she wouldn't have been bothered. But this this particular auntie was like really like, Go like beetroot, get yeah. embarrassed, and and he made a stand up in front of all the other kids. So she threw a coat on over it, like her nighty, 
went down the school, walked into the middle of hymn practice and went, you, outside now, to the teacher <laughs> who was taking the hymn practice. And the secretary was like, oh, Mrs. Tracy. And she went, you, get out of the way. She, I think she swore at them. And then she went, outside, out here now, you bully. And he oh. came out and went, that's inappropriate. And she went, no, you're inappropriate. You're a bully. Don't ever do that to her again. Yeah. Um, good, and, good, and, on and good, good, good on her. Good on her. That's it. You don't have to hit people to make a point, do you? You can just embarrass them in public. Yeah. And then one time in school, I was in fourth year, seat juniors. Uh, is that like year six? I think so. And um, we had this teacher. She was, she was fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> she hated me because I played violin and then I packed in. And she was the violin teacher and she didn't want me to pack in violin. She sent a letter to my mum saying, well, why are you letting Kate pack in violin? And my mum went, because she doesn't want to play violin anymore. Um, so it's not up to me, it's up to Quite her. Quite simple, really. Yeah. She, anyway, she took against me, that's fine. And it did it head in because I was, like, clever in school. So every time, she, she couldn't get she couldn't get on, get on get to me in that way, do you know what I mean? And then one day, she just was just a cow, and I went to her, oh. Oh, she went to me. How come, how, how you say this to a kid this age when you're a grown woman, she went, how come every time me and you have a conversation, we seem to disagree? I went, maybe it's because you're a bitch, miss. <laughs> and then she just went, get out. So then I was, I, 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 I left school on the Friday afternoon and I went home and I walked in, I was sobbing. I mean, what's the matter? And I was like, I'm going to be in big trouble in school. And she went, why? And I went, because I've just called Miss Morgan a bitch. And she went, Miss Morgan is a bitch. <laughs> And I was like, and she went, don't worry about it. I went, Tony said it because they say it on Dynasty. Oh, yeah. And then on the Monday morning, she came up, because my mum, like, worked all mad hours, so me, me and Anne come up to school with me. And she went straight into the headmistresses, and the headmistress like, we won't tolerate that. And me and Anne went, well, I won't tolerate Miss Morgan being a bitch then. She just <laughs> backed me up. She just, she backed us up, do you know what I mean, like that. What a, what a matriarch. <laughs> like, what a, that's what you want. You want your family to have your back, don't you? Even if you've maybe done something you shouldn't have done. Yeah. But yeah, do you remember like big fights when you were a teenager? Like th there were like big events. There was like a straightener, and like everyone would go and watch it. It was like one of them where they'd go. So I went to school in a school called Brookfield, and there was like Ruffwood and All Saints. So there were three senior schools in Kirby. So we'd be there in school, and someone would go, "Oh, uh, All Saints are coming at half three. We're gonna have them out on the field, and we'd all be like, "Yeah, we're gonna battle them. We're gonna have a big fight, and we're gonna we're gonna battle like all." And then art. after after he'd come, and you'd see us all like darting out, all legging it around before any any <laughs> trouble started. Because deep down, everyone was a shitbag. Yeah, it's hardly like you know the Battle of the Somme, is it? No. no Did you really. have big fights like that? Not big fights, no. But we had like I seem to remember a couple of occasions where like the cock of one school would fight the cock of the other school. Yeah, that never really and there happened. Was no, there was no real beef. It was just like let's see who's the best. But it wasn't really like UFC rules. It was just like at a park. I remember one particular one. There was two lads um, from different schools and they had this straightness. It was like seven o'clock. I remember it was dark, so it must have been the autumn or the winter. And we, we all turned up at this park and it was like there was a festival on because there was hundreds of people at this park in the pitch black. And we got there and someone said, oh, it's already over. Like one of them had won. And then someone said, the one who'd lost, he said, oh, he's coming this way. And everyone just shit themselves. Started running like he was just as if he was like Godzilla, <laughs> just a lad. But like we all shit ourselves. And, did like, you ever see? It. Did you ever see the cocky or school have a fight? No, no, no. It was always they see Mars, yeah, or they've got loads of brothers, or they're just so they're the cock of the school. Just confidence, aren't they? I never saw the cock of our school have a fight, girl or boy. No, 
I don't know. I don't think you could do that nowadays because everyone would be filming it, wouldn't he? And it'd yeah. be all over the place. It'd be all over like no. TikTok or something. Yeah. We don't condone violence, guys. No. If that's what you're thinking. No. We want to fix the world. It's just happy memories from our youth. Not fight the world. <laughs> we want to build bridges, not walls. Hey, we've got customer feedback, haven't we? Make love, not Someone's war. filled in a customer feedback form online. Yeah. We're constantly trying to seek, you know, data to back up the fact that we are making the world a better place. We just and want you to validate us. We've got a uh, a lovely message from Alex McKevitt. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Thanks for getting in touch. This is what Alex writes. Um, Hair fix is shirtless men walking or driving around Liverpool when there's a bit of sun out. So she's uh, a bit of background. Is she said, I've just been onto a bike ride into town and my poor 11-year-old daughter is traumatised. We went into Tesco on the dock road and there was a fella just shirtless at the till. Please. Uh, and, and she's put, now in my head, she was like, maybe he's a tourist. As in fairness, when we go abroad, we would walk around in a little less. Not in the shop. But he was a scouser, and his personal hygiene didn't smell the best. Then on our way back down the otter's pool, there was loads of half-naked men in cars, beer gardens, and on the promenade with the kids. She was a bit baffled. Um, it wasn't even that warm, was he? It's a couple of nice days. I think we had a week where the temperatures were warm enough for shorts, and but, but it was not warm enough... For the slack titty brigade. No. It definitely wasn't. No, 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 no. Keep your nipples to yourselves. Put, put yourselves away. Also, I know that we walk around with like in in cozies and bikinis and etc. on holiday. But I don't know about you. If I go to the shop to get a Solero on holiday, I would not walk into a shop in my bikini top. I've got people got to concentrate and give me the right change. <laughs> You're going to be I would distract them. them far too much. So, no, I always put like a little overgarment on if I go into a shop or even if I go to the bar. I wouldn't just go to the bar in my bikini. Yeah, I try and put I'm kind like, of, I'm not a fucking Kardashian. I go in me, I go in me trunk stuff. It's different for men though, isn't it? On holiday, you, you just go kind there of, and you. Not me, little budgie ballies. smugglies. Yeah, budgie smugglies. Yeah, just. Going down to do the big shopping Aldi and like and a you pair should of always put a t-shirt on before you go in a shop or a restaurant. Show Just, respect. Come on now. Show respect. Brexit means Brexit. Um, and then she's also said, um, and I did think if I saw a fitty, I, I might feel different. But then she thought uh, it would still give me the ick. Yes. Maybe you and Kate will disagree, and we should all just get our kids off. I agree, Alex. It gives me the ick. I do not need to see a man topless unless he's actually sunbathing. On the beach, in the pool, in the sea, or perhaps in the house with you. Or perhaps jumping around on top of you, or um, <laughs> what was the name of our stripper? I've forgotten his name. Oh, Rene Fizz. Rene Fizz. Yeah. Obviously, Rene Fizz. Rene Fizz. He doesn't wear a lot of clothes because yeah. he's, he's Rene Fizz, isn't he? That's what people expect from yeah. the Fizz man, as they call him. He likes to feel the air on his skin. I like to feel <laughs> the cold uh, English breeze on my butt cheeks. So, Alex, I'm with you. Gentlemen of the world, please put your slack titties away. But I prefer it when it's not quite the right temperature for toplessness. I prefer seeing like an out of shape man with his top off than a really, really mm. butch man who goes to the gym and I'm works out. I'm quite partial to a little dab bod. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of them. I mean, stand by. Stand by. Did we fix that? Oh, I, don't I did it last time. Didn't yeah. It happens at the same time. <laughs> It'll be okay. Fix, It'll be okay. Fix the telly. Fix the telly. Uh, yeah, because I feel like those men who take the top off at the first sign of a little bit of sun who are ripped and look good are the same people who 
got convertible cars and put the roof down when it's still freezing just because there's a bit of sun. I was like, look what I've got. Come on, ladies. Yeah, they are. Um, but then there's a lot of people who were ripped who have dignity. It's so, it all boils down to dignity at the dignity. end of the day. Respect for others. I'm happy. I'm happy to look at a little dad bod. I'm not. I'm not um, gonna marginalise those men. Good yeah. luck to you getting you getting your your junk out. Do we? I, I always yeah. You know, if someone's like doesn't well, please not on Otters Pool Prom in please, the middle of a Sunday yeah, afternoon. Come on, yeah. I'm just trying to get me bits from Tesco here. I'm trying I, to eat a ninety nine in peace. <laughs> You're confronted. Bull just put me off. I mantit. Just one, one massive mantit that's been squeezed together. I'd like to start a band and call it Mantit. Mantit. <laughs> <laughs> you could call your audience the Mantitals. <laughs> Scream for me, Mantitals. <laughs> you lovely little man boobs. <laughs> that's a Renny Fizz's one-man show, Mantit. Mantit. <laughs> ma- ma- mantit. mantit. Starring Renny Fizz. Mantit. <laughs> he sounds like a Simpsons character, doesn't he? Yeah. Renny Fizz. Goes to you. Yeah. Back away. Today. <laughs> <laughs> um, the dad bod's a funny thing, isn't it? Because it was never called the dad bod until, I don't, like, the last 10 years, maybe. Was it when, like, Russell Crowe put on weight or something? Maybe it was. But, th- you know, people get to a certain age and it's just harder to look your best because you don't care. I don't know. Don't know. No one goes, oh, oh, look at him, mum bod. No one says mum bod. No. no. Well... <laughs> It's a double standard. Everything with dad in front of just insinuates that it's crap, though, doesn't it? Like, dad bod. But you can crap. have a dad bod and not be a dad. Yeah, oh, definitely. I got asked my... Uh, I wrote a book, like, f- I don't know, four years ago, and then the publishers want, wanted me to write a second book, and I was like, ah, oh, sound. Like, same again, like, just more stuff from my life, funny stuff. And they were like, no, 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 no. We want you to write a dad joke book. And I said, but I'm a comedian, and dad joke just means crap joke. Mm. So I said, I don't want to do that. And they went, okay, sound. And, and I never did it. Because that's a terrible idea for a comedian to do a dad joke. Because dad, dad jokes are crap. Dad bod is crap. Dad dancing is also I just, crap. I mean, I know you don't want to be a sellout. But if the demand is there and someone's prepared to pay you to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought I'd rather I'd rather not do it. I mean, You're only going to pay some other, some other person. It's one of the few times I've felt like I've I've uh, kept me uh, dignity. Kept your dignity. Yeah, because normally I'm just, you know, someone phones me up. Do you want to do this? Yeah, how much? I'll be there. <laughs> I don't care. Will I pay the bills? Yeah. Yeah, like that time you were asked to go and just be audible to people. Bad Santa. Oh, Bad Santa at the uh, the Christmas day. You, I said never, no, you said no to that. I said no to that, actually. The, the, only because the money wasn't high enough. <laughs> it's not about whether I do it or not. It's whether, will you pay me enough money to do yeah. it? It's like the old joke about the, the, the man who says to the woman, like, yeah, will you sleep with me for a, for a pound? She goes, no. Uh, he says, "Will you sleep with me for like ten million pounds?" She goes, well, "Yeah, probably." It's like, um, I think the the haggle over the price. I can't remember the the point of this story. Something basically saying, you know, you do it. It's just a question of like how much money you do it for. Well, we've all got our price. We've all got our price. Remember the film Indecent Proposal? Yeah. I mean, this is topical because that's about twenty eight years ago. Cultural references on point here. Always. Who was the man? Robert Redford. Was it? Yeah. Because he's fit. Even as a very old man, he's fit. Even now, he's he's in some of the Marvel As a young films. man. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm Never not, see the likes of him again. I'm not gay in any way. Um, and I said that with real, like... When he was in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance but Kids. Oh, my a, Lord. He's a gorgeous man. Same, yeah. same man. As he's a man, a you can appreciate how beautiful he is. Yeah. Him, Colin Farrell, 
Do you not think? He's just very attractive. Like Kevin man. Webster. Kevin Webster. Oh, he does a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Webster looks like the ugly brother of Colin yeah. Farrell. Rosie. No, me. Do you know what me and Chris were talking the other day about? Um, who we fancy from the public eye, and we couldn't think of anybody. Nobody. Um, I I came up with. Um, so I've watched. I've started watching that program, Minx. Have you seen it? No. And it stars Jake Johnson, who was in New Girl. Don't know that either. Well, anyway, he is a scruffy-looking article, but <laughs> he's got a he's got a lot of charisma. Oh yeah, well that's important, isn't it? Yeah, I go for charisma. I think. There's something in the energy of a person, isn't there? Mm. Like the something, the way they move, the way that their eyes move. Eyes are. I mean, bones. everybody who knows me knows me heartthrob is Big Vidge. Mm. Love him to death. Well, he's an attractive man, isn't he? Well, he is. And he's, he's very good at his job. Specimen of of, and obviously Klopp, because ev- who doesn't? Well, I don't. Well, but I'm an Everton you say that. heterosexual man. You say that. But he's very charismatic, isn't he? That's that's what that I think that's what I go for. Do you think you charisma? You could be Lord. I can never say this word. Lord. 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 How do you say it? Lord. 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 Could you be Lord? Could you be convinced? Go ahead. Into a cult with the right leader? No. I think I could. I'm too lazy. We've discussed. Too lazy. We've discussed how lazy I am. Too lazy to be brainwashed. I didn't even. St- I stayed in brownies only about six weeks because they said you'd have to go to church. Oh, fuck cults, oh, no way. Oh, God, no, no. But it depends what cult it was, because some cults aren't really as much about the religion as about the person itself. No, but there's something very convoluted and un- un- unenjoyable about organised mm. fun or organised get-togethers or, like, a, a you know, a, a collective consciousness yeah. to make change. That kind of thing turns me right off. I like the freedom to come and go as a please. <laughs> well, maybe that could be your cult. That's my cult. The cult of... Being a selfish bitch. Uh, yeah. We just... Yeah. The, the, cult, cult of, the cult of Kate. The cult of Kate. Hashtag the cult of Kate. Yeah, or Kate's cult. Or Kate's... <laughs> Kate's cult might be mispronounced yeah. and come out yeah. differently. Different different consonants somewhere uh, along the have line. Have you been to Kate's cult recently? <laughs> no, it's, I heard it shut. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it closed down. Yeah. Due to lack of interest. Yeah, closed down. I'd love it's to start a cult. I had an idea when I was a kid about... Not a kid, like a condemned. teenager. But... <laughs> <laughs> Being earmarked for closure. <laughs> um, I had this idea when I was a teenager about starting a cult just to see if anyone would join as like an experiment. Like, because I, I don't believe, I wouldn't believe in what I was talking about. But there was there's some kind of loophole in the law where you can, it's not illegal to like lie about religion and make money. You can just make stuff up and like oh, get so, um, money. What's that shit Tom Cruise is into? What are they called? Scientology. So that, that's obviously... That's just made up. Somebody with a lot of money. Yeah. Who had no friends. And his name's Ron. Yeah. And it's just the difference between modern day religions and old religions is just like the old ones sound more legit because they've got names like Abraham and Jesus. Mm. Whereas the new ones have got names like Jeff. Yeah. Barry. Mm. And Barry said to Jeff, have you got that three by four drill bit from being q I just think that with the advent of the internet, the whole concept of religion eventually will just pop. Do you think? There's a lot of these, um, so like the the really fundamentalized countries where religion is the law. Every generation that comes is just it's just diluting a little, a bit little less. tiny bit every time. I was in um, I was in Cyprus at a wedding, and I, we were talking to the taxi driver, and he was saying that a lot of 
Israelis go over to Cyprus to get married now because they don't want a traditional um, uh, like Jewish wedding yeah. and they don't they don't associate themselves with that religion because of all like the the murder that's going on over the, there. The literal murder. Yeah. But he said none of them the younger generation of Israelis are just like we're not religious. We don't want nothing to do with it. Oh, that's really interesting. And I think isn't eventually it? it will all just be. This is bullshit, everybody. And what's our religion now? It's technology, probably, isn't it? Technology. We all yeah. worship technology, whether we know it or not. Yeah. The Instagram. The gram. The baby. Gram. You can find us on the gram, actually. While can we're talking we about are it. on Instagram. Worship us. Join our cult. Uh, what's our at, fit, at fix the world podcast? Is it? At fix the world podcast at fix underscore the underscore world. Okay, there you go. I never remember stuff like that. Simples. I'm very impressed with myself. Simples. Mm. I went to a um, religious like play when I was a kid. There was a lad who lived around the corner from us who was a Baptist minister. It, no, he wasn't a Baptist minister. His dad was a Baptist mm. minister, and I was like seven. And he said, "Do you want to come to this play?" I was like, "Sound." So I went to this church. There was this play on. By this Canadian like, drama group. Looking back, it was incredibly bad. You know, terrible play. And at the end, they all started saying, just turn to the person that you're with, your family members, look them in the eye, tell them you love them. And everyone, like, stood up and turned to, like, the friends and family and, and said they loved them. And everyone, everyone was crying. Everyone was, like, tears and I wasn't because I, was, I wasn't with my family. I was just stood there Sounds going, like it was this a, is awful. A, a, quite an affluent religion that they could pay for a theatre company to come all the way from Canada to Magal to do yeah. to do a play about God. I think they were on tour. Like, oh. It was, but, it, but they were crap. They were probably dead cheap. Mm. It was very, even as a seven-year-old, was like, there's something fishy about this. This just feels yeah. a bit weird and a bit con- contrived and strange. So I'm I'm not really I'm not really down with all of that sort of shit. When we were kids, the local like social club used to have like a youth club, and it was run by monks. Oh, like look like like friar talk style like, monk with the bald brown, spot. brown like cloak and gown, whatever they what's it called that they wear? What's like a nun wears a habit? What does a monk wear? A habit? I don't know what it's called. Anyway, it's like a dressing gown in it with a rope round it. And all I could think about was like. Mel Brooks films every time yeah. I saw these monks I was just like these are the kinds of things that you don't see you know when monks do a vow of silence mm. do they all finish at the same time and do they all go to the pub afterwards and what's that conversation like oh it'd be like it'd be like absolute like bullshit for hours wouldn't it if you've, if you've been silent for a month I'm like, like you know even blah, 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 blah. if you've been in the house all day on your own yeah, it's and then enough. Rachel comes in you're like blah, 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 and and because Mick does that with me I'll get Okay, you have not shut up. Give What's going on? Oh yeah, all the monks just going. Oh yeah, yeah. When Dave farted, that, oh that so die, close to it? talking. Like monks and like priests, people won't want to do it. Although I know someone who was a Buddhist monk for a while. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's comedian. for a while. Comedian for Sam, a while. Sam Brady. Oh, shout God, shout yeah. out to Sam Brady. Lovely fella. I think he went through some like personal loss in his life. Yeah, he did. I saw his show in Edinburgh. Happiness, Happiness. kindness, Ki- kindness. Yeah, great, sh- great show. That I liked that. I didn't like it. Oh, I liked it. I felt like it was, it was like a cult. To oh, be honest. Right. <laughs> but anyway, I, I signed up, and I'm I, I now go to his house. Now you're Sunday, happy. Sacrifice goats with his family. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he said he went to this like he just I suppose it's that 
moment in your life when you need something to fill it. If you can't fill it with something else, religion's a good thing to do, which is why, you know. No, but it's always like, it's never someone who's like working class or skint who goes, yeah, so I just became a Buddhist for two years. It's always someone who's privileged. That's because, true. Yeah, so I just decided to go to like, you know, Nepal and be a Buddhist because I'd gone through all this personal trauma. Yeah, while the rest of us have to go back to work because we haven't got that look, that luxury. Yeah. That's, that's, God, I sounded narky then, didn't no, I? No, but you, you know, for but some it, people... For some people, it's a luxury to have those little... Going to Nepal's not an option, so William Hill is easier, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You dive in there. Yeah, instead of going to Nepal and becoming a Buddhist monk, I got addicted to the fruit machines. <laughs> Started with a little two-pound acre. <laughs> Next minute, I was putting my wages in every Thursday. Fucked. <laughs> now I need religion. So, yeah, I'd, I, I'd love to start a religion, though. Hey, it's a big subject, religion. It's very heavy. We're hitting a big subject. It's a heavy thing. I don't, have we done religion? I don't we, know. Did we do it? When we used to, if you're new to the podcast, we used to, we like, used dedicate to fix, each episode. We used to dedicate each episode to fixing stuff, didn't we? But we've, 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 we've sort of moved on from that because it was a little bit restrictive at times, wasn't it? We felt so, like it was restrictive and we felt like um, we had much more to give. <laughs> so much more. You know, we're fluid. Like yeah. the world. Yeah. But I don't think we did religion, did we? We didn't. I don't. No. I think we might have touched on it a couple of times. Oh, I'm sorry to keep moving, but my legs are stiff. Um, I think I've got sciatica. Oh, I feel like I have. And if so, at the if, moment. if if a religious person could rub my leg and make my hip hurt less in the night time, I would probably believe in Jesus. I would say don't go looking for religious people in the night time and asking them to rub your leg because I feel like <sighs> someone will end up in a prison cell. What religion is this? Shut up and get in the booth. <laughs> Shut up and rub me leg. Just rub me leg for Jesus. Um, no, we didn't do religion. Were you brought up in a religious family? Not at all. Not at all, no. Completely not. So I I just, I've got, you know, I've got a real lack of belief in, in anything, really. Um, I was brought, in, brought up with friends who were from religious backgrounds, but it was never, like, expected of them mm. to be religious just because the parents were... Yeah. I didn't have no friends who were sort of brought up in that environment. That's where you feel sorry for people when they're just kind of, yeah, they're forced to kind of believe in it and just live that life. Mm. But I do I do sometimes think it would be great to be religious because, you know, when you're like, you're looking for answers and you're Someone thinking, to blame. Someone to blame, someone to, to also go to and a place, go to church and just think, okay, I do this, which means I am, you know, holy or I feel better or just gives you a bit of purpose, which I was talking to someone about this who is religious. And I said, I don't want to be religious. I just sometimes think it must be nice to be able to have that in your life. And they thought I was on the edge of, you know, converting. So I could see their eyes light up and they were using all the lines that they probably use on all the new converts. And uh, I was like, no, 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 you misunderstand. I've literally no interest or belief in what you're talking about. But I'm just saying it would be nice. Like, as, like it must be nice to have a pair of tits. I'm sure that must be nice. Men always say that. Well, men can get them. You can get All them. of us have. Yeah. But I mean, proper tits. Anyway. Women never say that about peens. <laughs> I love the word peens, by the way. <laughs> it sounds I'd medical. never get I wish I had a peen. Oh. What, what? Only sometimes when I'm dying for the way and I think how how yeah. novel it must be to just go, I'm just going to go and do a piss against this tree. Anyway, it is good. Yeah. It is sweet being a man. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I've got no no desire for for that. If you could change any body part of yours and swap it with another, 
What would you swap do? Swap it? Yes. Yeah, like it. swap a leg for an arm. Or swap like a, a big like a big toe for a thumb. You could probably then pick stuff up with your feet. I can pick stuff up with can my you? feet. Yeah. What can you pick up? Stick things, and like that. Things. <laughs> Just like like Vibes. Pencil. Vibes. Oh, yeah. My feet are picking up some can, bad vibes I can, here. I can pick up rhythm. <laughs> What would you what would you change? I'd like to pick up some Sheila's with my feet. <laughs> uh I would swap um my chin for um another hand. <laughs> so it'd be dead hands that's so you just like lean on I it. Just, I could just so you said that you usually you got your two arms and sometimes you use one of them to do this. Yeah. But then if you had an extra hand under your chin, you'd have your two arms free to do other stuff while you just leaned. Or you could drive with that hand, so you could just oh, put yeah, your head on the yeah. steering wheel and just a little sleep like that. And your, your other hands could be free for just <laughs> dancing about. If you could be from another country, which country would you be from? I think I would have to answer this based on. The accent, because certain accents just sound cooler. Mm. Ten years ago, I would have said America, but I think now I'm going to say Colombia. Have you been watching a lot of like El Chapo and that shit? Not El Chapo. I've been watching Encanto with the kids. Oh, of course, they're yeah. Colombian. Mm. And and the oil, the, I sort like of Spanish I do, accent with yeah. a little bit more exotic. I do like just, that because I've been watching West Side Story a couple of times recently. Couple of times, and I love the. Um, Rewatched it. Is that good? Oh, it's really good. Is it really good? Yeah. And I've been listening to the soundtrack in my car. Cause I am, I am that, I am that. I'm 100 percent that bitch. You um, like the car concerts, don't you? Like the car concerts. I, 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 a musical. Um, the so the the Puerto Rican accents in it really like it, just, just you know, it's nice. Yeah. It's just exotic. Exciting, yeah. Innit? But if I could be from another country or live in another, be living in another country, I'd pick Australia. Would you? Mm. It's a nice place to live, isn't it? Yeah, and I just think that the whole like the outdoor life mentality, it's everywhere it's not just a lot of skin cancer though well there's a lot of lung cancer there's a lot of all cancer a lot of cancer you know if you're going to avoid somewhere because you might get cancer then <laughs> you fucked yeah bye everyone a lot, of can- <laughs> <laughs> a lot of kangaroos as well well you know it's better than they pig- get cancer you know pigeons that's true there's loads of pigeons here you'd rather see a, p- a kangaroo than a pigeon if there was as many Kangaroos in this country as there are pigeons, we would be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. They fight, don't they? They, they absolutely twat each other. But when I when I was in Sydney, we went to Sydney Zoo and there's an enclosure where you can go in and like be right by actual kangaroos. I want to be with them. And like touch them. But they only have the female kangaroos because the male kangaroos are like really aggressive. <laughs> and they they really tame and you they oh, couldn't really? touch them or stroke them, but they were just they basically just what? They could have been animatronic for all I knew. Yeah, they might have I been. wasn't going up and checking. Might have been a man in a suit. Mm. Like a, a work experience guy. Mm. What am I doing this week? <laughs> Sweep out the tiger cage and then put this <laughs> Get in the kangaroo outfit, outfit, Kevin. And then get back in the fucking gift shop, you <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> Love that. If, if a kangaroo just like un, unmasked one of the other kangaroos in the middle of your visit. Yeah. You realise that they were all humans, every single one of them. Uh, I, I walked through a kangaroo like enclosure thing, but it was like where you could get right up close, personal to them, and yeah. two of them started boxing. Did they? Like they got right up on the tail, and they were dead. Like, Maybe dead you tall. triggered them, but they fighting over you. They were fighting over me. Yeah, still got it, Sam. My honour, honestly. Yeah, 
And uh, as the as the victor bent me over to, to ceremonially bum me to death, I, I realised I was out of my depth. And I just shouted, Mom! And she saved me, as she always does. Oh, and was that like, that sounds like a, a fever dream. <laughs> it sounds like a cheese dream. And then Ralph Harris walked in and sung a song. And then I woke up and he was in the news. <laughs> and it was, all, it was all becoming true. So... What, what, so Australia, Colombia, I just, yeah, I think I'd, I'd like to live in, what's that island in the, there's an island in the South Pacific where they've all got nothing, but the, the judge is the happiest people on the planet because they've all got nothing, but they don't understand that you need like material stuff to make you happy. So what they're just dead happy. Madagascar? Tonga? Tonga? Is it Tonga maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I'd like I'll, that. I'll I'd like to live in Scandinavia. Like, yeah. They always seem to have a nice, like, I don't know. Vibe. Vibe. They vibe. York. People be vibing in Scandinavia. <laughs> People be vibing. <laughs> People be See vibing. See them Sweden motherfuckers, they're vibing like their asses off. They be vibing all over the place. That, those Ikea people. Yeah. Vibing there is cool, isn't it? Uh, I took the kids into Ikea when they were dead little. And I did that thing when they, would, they wouldn't follow you. They were about two and they wouldn't follow you. You know, when you, like, you say to a little kid, you go, okay, I'm going now, bye. You're going to stay here, bye. And they just went, this place is well better than that house yeah. sounds. Just ran off. Yeah, I remember going with um, uh, my brother and me and Sam, our Harry and Sam. We took them when they were like three and four, and they were always dead well behaved when we went anywhere. By the within, within about fifteen minutes, there was like a cupboard knocked over, a bed had been pushed off a plinth. There was just it was just chaos in their way. And when we came out to come home, we were like fastening, the, and they just had. Hundreds and hundreds of pencils shoved in their pockets <laughs> that they just took with them. And I was like, you've got pencils in the house, you little weirdos. But they were just like, this, it was bossing. It was amazing. Five Ikea catalogs each. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get one of those big blue bags, Mum? I do love Ikea, though. I love it. I'd love a sleepover in there. Did you see there was a snowstorm um, in, it might have been Denmark or something like that, and all the people in Ikea who were shopping got snowed in, so all of to stay there oh, overnight. Oh, that sounds amazing. Like, yes. That'd make a good premise had, for a play, yeah. wouldn't it? Or like a film star in Tom Hanks. Trapped in Ikea, where he's got to no, get out. Yeah. Like uh, the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah. You've got just got to get to the meatballs at the end. I'd, that's, oh, that's when you I'd, know you're out. You know what? I always buy meatballs there and then I get them. I'm like, oh, they're disappointing. Like shit. Yeah. A, Swedish men, your, your meatballs aren't as good as what you say they are. No. But, you know, when there's like a snowstorm and people get trapped in places, there's mm. always a news report of some group of people who've been trapped in a pub and they can't get out because they're up like a the hill. And you, they always have a news report where someone's on the pub phone or a mobile and they're going, yeah, we've been trapped here for seven days and it's just, you know, we're trying to keep our spirits up and you just hear everyone in the background going, hey, fucking hey, just having the best you know time. When, you know when you have like extreme weather and then so they go, and now we've got our correspondent Jonathan Jones in, in Taunton on the edge of a pier with... <laughs> Gale Force 95. And he's like that. I'm here on the air. I'm like, fucking stupid, right? If you tell me it's going to be Gale Force, whatever, <laughs> I do not expect you to send a reporter there to then demonstrate how windy it is. Please do not put people's lives at risk. The news. I'm, I'm here, but yeah. my toupee is not. We're getting battered by rain just to prove yeah. that the weather's bad. We don't need that, do we? Need that. We're not stupid. Like, and if you're going to do like, yeah, like frontline reporting, go to a war or something. Don't go to a, a wind. No, bit. Black Friday. Send them to Black Friday and Asda. Oh, Jesus Christ. That is Didn't dangerous. really have a big Black Friday this year, did we? Do you think it was because of COVID? It was more grey, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, probably COVID. But yeah, I'm sure next year it'll bounce back. People are weird on Black Friday, aren't they? 
I'm sure people will be scrapping again. Over the telly. Just getting four pound off a pair of wellies. Yeah, it's a strange, strange time. And Black Friday for me was always the last Friday before Christmas when everyone used to go out and get smashed. Yeah, and Black, Black Friday is an American thing. Yeah. We're being slowly, and we're all going to be talking with American accents within the next 10 years. Yeah. You've heard it from me first, guys. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you for listening. Subscribe on YouTube. And I don't know what you know what accent this is. YouTube. Uh, Put we took a Bunsen burner. Put your finger up your tube. Ew. Put, yeah. Put, uh, do that. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, or give the th- video a thumbs up. And next week, I'll be giving a frontline report, investigative report, in our first feature of Sam and Kate Try Stuff, where I t- will try a bidet. I'm trying a bidet. Or a bidet. But, oh, is it I'm, a bidet? I don't know. I'm also going to learn how to say it before yeah. I try it. I think um, we're, we're just common English folk, and we say bidet. Day. The the exotic Europeans would say bidet. Bidet. Either way, it's just about washing. Sam's going to get his, his bum all washed. I'm going to put my bum in a foot Very sink. well. Yeah, it's going to be squeaky clean. Yeah. And then Kate's going to eat a dinner off it. I am. So you don't want to miss that on YouTube. No, not on hot though. I don't want to burn you. <laughs> Something Maybe soothing. a salad. <laughs> so, something with mayonnaise. Just a salad. No, that would put me off. Salad cream. Just, yeah. <laughs> no vinegar, please. Not after last time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Keep sharing. See you soon. Bye. Bye.